You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't get it twisted. Right. I was doing this. I know that's you. right. <laughs> Boo-boo. All right. Well, that's what's up. Uh, well, welcome, Irene Gandy. Well, Drew. This is a shame. Like, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy. You know, I love you to death. You know, I love that you um, stick with what you do, your other life, the yeah. Broadway, Broadway. <laughs> and, and you've, um, you know, every time I've had a show, white or black, I always make sure. You do. You do. And you're easy on the eyes to look at. That's oh, why. well, thank you. <laughs> thank That's you, why, so. you know, white people ain't scared. The white people ain't scared to come to have you interviewed. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is a special edition of Off Book. My name is Drew Shade. I'm Donye Love. I'm Princess Amber Iman. And we are here getting ready to hit our marks and go off book right now with the amazing producer, Broadway producer, PR rep, Irene Gandy, who is legendary in the business. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was appropriate to yeah. 50 years, 50 years, 50 Ooh, years, 50 years in the business on Broadway, never did off Broadway. Never, oh, wow. come on. Broadway. <laughs> she's always been on. She's always she's been, been on. Listen, you see, you see the you see the Chanel and Louis Vuitton. And yeah. <laughs> I'm yes, I do see it. I see all, all the jewels, the diamonds. Yeah. I'm living. I mean, your nails done. But, um, yeah, but seriously, it's really exciting to still be here 50 years and especially mm. just with this Tony nominations this year yeah 2008 because I've seen some go some come mm. but for the black nominations there's a lot of black nominations okay yeah, uh, yeah like, let's, we all know about Denzel right yes. mm-hmm. and there's a young uh, the girl uh, Laura Ridloff is, yeah um, from Less, Children, Children of Lesser God, Lesser God. Mm-hmm. and um, the young man from he's from Atlanta he plays that series Atlanta he's nominated for Lobby Hero right. yeah right. Yep. Right. and you have um, you know the LaShawns and the lady from you know from Donna Summers yeah and we have my baby Joshua Henry from Carousel mm-hmm. yeah and also you have a whole bunch of black people on Broadway yeah. I mean it's in this cast you know like exactly Book of Mormon has 10 black people in it okay yeah uh Waitress has another six. Right. Um, so we're working. Yeah, and we're, we're, we're working. The, and Lion King is. has a lot of it. Aladdin. Um, SpongeBob has 27. Frozen, it got a, I mean, so. You better give the numbers. Right. You know, she knows. Come on now. <laughs> she knows Come the on. numbers. The you know, statistics. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm here for all of it. No, it's, it's really amazing. It's mm-hmm. very, it's, it's very, I'm very happy to see it. It's a good year. Yeah, so this, when this episode airs. This right will be the, the day Tony. after the Tony Awards. And you know what's going to win the Tony Awards? Who's going to win? SpongeBob. SpongeBob will win <laughs> all the <laughs> Prediction right here. Prediction. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Why? Tell me why. Because, you know, no one cares about Broadway. I mean, it's like, it's God. I love live theater, but let's be real. The world is changing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only way the producers and people can make money is touring. And, you know, SpongeBob is, you know, that'll tour. Yeah. You know, um, Pros, you know, that, look what's on Broadway now. Why is Bruce Springsteen Spring getting this special award? Yeah. Hello, thank you. So we're, we're we got Frozen, SpongeBob, Bruce Springsteen, Margaritaville, which didn't get nothing, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind if they don't get nothing, right? Because, but they're know, working. Yeah, but they're working. Exactly. You know, so 
And I also must mention that we're in a special location today. We're not in the studio. We're actually in Midtown with a special location yes. with Irene, just because so, you're going to hear the city. In the <laughs> I'm so, glad you're going to hear the city. Yeah. And well, it's a part yeah. of who you are because yeah. you've been here for yeah. so long. So and long. Were you born and raised here? Like, tell us a little bit about your background. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you like I tell everybody, Google me. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm right now. She does, like, no, literally, she does say, Google, Google me. me. Like, I believe it. I, you are right. <laughs> yeah. So I say that, and I, I, I encourage young people who are, who are so desperate, not desperate, you know, when someone comes and offers you something, you make sure you Google them, not a website. Mm-hmm. And I tell people to Google me because I'm not trying to waste no time. You know, and I wouldn't waste anybody else's time. But, you know, I grew up in Westbury, Long Island in 1943. I was, my father was 40 years old. I was his first born. And I went to NYU in 1961. Oh, wow. There was no, like, you know, what do you call those? It was, you got to pay. Yeah. And I had never been anywhere, even in Westbury. I had never been anywhere. So I fell in love with the village and I ran away from home and I was a go-go girl. And I was a you dancer. was a go-go girl. You were a go-go I girl. I was a go-go girl. I used to dance in Tompkins Guest Park. I did all yes. of that stuff. What did you major in in school? Uh, foolish me. I wanted to write Nancy Drew books. Yes! Uh, but the Nancy Drew books have already been written. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, Nancy Drew. She said hello. Uh, <laughs> like, why was I thinking that? Had, yeah, why was I thinking that? But, um, <laughs> you know, and it's really, and then, you know, I was really, the, the teacher said, you know, I wasn't a good writer. So even now as a press agent, I still I'm very uncomfortable writing press releases. Mm-hmm. I don't even write press releases. You don't? Yeah. Who writes do, them for you? Because I'm uncomfortable I know, writing I write too. them, but I only write them when I know if you're going to use them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm good at getting things placed. I'm good at relationships. Mm. And um, and so, I, let's see, so that happened, and I was living in the village, and that time, I, people took acting or LSD, so I decided to take acting. Mm-hmm. I won an acting lesson. I went to Jane Franco workshop, okay. and it was one acting lesson, and then I met this guy, who was there? Who took me to the party of uh, View from the Bridge opening night? Mm-hmm. And View from the Bridge. Yeah. And what year was this? That was um, oh, it had to be like nineteen sixty something. Oh wow! And, and because the Circle of Square was on Seventh uh, Avenue South, and Boots and Saddles is. I, ah. I know, but who listen to? If you know who about Boots and Saddles, you know where it is. Okay, thank right. you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went to this party, and there was a casting director, and he was casting a man called Adam, with starred Sammy Davis Jr. and mm-hmm. Frank. Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, I said, this acting is good. I was. I only went to one acting class and I'm in a movie already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just how it happened. Right. So, um, and then to make a long story short, so I'm fast forwarding and then how I got into business is I... Um, no, we don't want you to fast forward. Okay. What are you making a long um, story? We so, want a long story. That's uh, why you're here. All right, so, <laughs> so then after that, you know, I was trolling around the village and I got a roommate and we will say, okay, by 21, we had done the village. So we were going to go to... Um, we were going to go to... Um, Jamaica, because we had done, we were 21, the same year Kennedy was assassinated. Wow. Oh, wow. We were going to go over to Jamaica. So instead, there was a black, uh, you know, those clubs, the, those um, resorts, the Jewish resorts. Well, there was one called Peg Lake Base and one called Utopia Lodge, which was black. It was mm-hmm. in Casco. And she was going to get a job as a singer. And mm-hmm. I was going to get the job as a go-go girl. <laughs> yes, like now. Girl. And we were just going to work our way through the summer. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to go to Jamaica and turn it out. Well, of course, she didn't get the job. And I ended up getting the job as a go-go girl. Because, um, you know, because, you know, once you I was taught, you know, you you get something, you work. And then after I met my husband, who's Myra's father, he was in the band mm-hmm. and I ended up having Myra. So then I went back to the village where I live. And mm-hmm. then one day a guy in my building, and you still live there. I still live in the village, okay. but I, I live now. I live um, on Bleecker street for 40 years. I've been in my apartment on top of the village gate. Or mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Wow. And I also have another apartment in Harlem. Of course duplex, you do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in case and well, you want to put me up. You know, you never know. I'm prepared. All right now. So make flash forward to how I started with the theater with the Underground Summer Company. There used to be a club called Electric Circles, which was the first studio fifty four. It was on St. Mark's Place. And one of my friends in my building, he was a children's writer and they had matinee 
movies for Children at Electric Circus, and his owl was sick. And he said, oh, you've been an actress. Can you come play the owl? <laughs> so when I came to play the owl, I ran into my friend who had graduated from high school, um, Fred Garrett. He's passed away. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, you know, I'm working with the Negro Ensemble Company. And Douglas Turner, for people who don't know about the Negro Ensemble Company, Denzel came out of there, mm-hmm. Russell Lee Brown, Esther Rowe, mm-hmm. Francis Samuel Foster, Jackson. Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson, all of them, all the costume designers, Bernard Johnson, um, you know, uh, Harold Wheeler. And he had, and Doug had set up this program that he wanted people to get in the union because you have to be in the union to work on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And what show works on Broadway, what show runs for two years, but under this repertory company. So they had everybody they had except for Presley. Mm. And, and and they said, well, this is the last day, Irene. Can you just go up for, for the job? Because, you know, we asked for somebody of color and it's not going to happen. Mm. I said, well, I'll go. You know, I, you know, Myra was three. I went up to the job and, you know, I, all I know about press agent was Mae West because I'm, I'm a movie, old movie buff. No, <laughs> press agent kidnapped me, you know. So I um, <laughs> went and I talked to Howard Ali and I ended up interviewing him. What? Because I wasn't going to get the job because I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Anyways, I was like having a, a day away from Pampers and Milk, so I was cool, you know. So um, <laughs> I did, and he, and he hired me the next uh, last the next couple of days. And of course, that was in the sixties and sixty eight, and that's how I started my job in nineteen sixty eight. And I'm still doing the same thing. Mm. Addressed the flunky's job, the three P's: prostitute, public relations, mm. and press agency. That's what that is. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Could you explain press agency just a little bit more for our listeners? For people that don't. Oh, know you know, um, it used to, it's a service position, okay. and you'll for people who really. Um, there's a press agent and there's personal press agents. For press agents for Broadway, um, you you uh, get the people on TV. You make sure that you get things placed. Um, you um, you work with the producer and the ad agency. But personal press is different. You hold people's bags. You know. You know. You sneak their boyfriends and their girlfriends in the same time. It's a service position. It's mm-hmm. a dress of Blunkett's job. And people, like, I love my people, and I have a few really close friends in the industry, but I still have that line, mm-hmm. you know, because... Well, when, you taught me that, too. Yeah, you, you can't. You, main, you, can't, you, you know, are the main, main people that told me. Yeah, you can't. They're not like, your they're friends. not your friends, right. And so I tell people, stay with them backstage. And and, uh, and so what it is, it's just that you're providing a service. Mm-hmm. And enough is never enough. Because if you get them like, oh, why don't you get me on, let's say, let's say, get me on a Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. and then I'm on a I can be in an Andrew, Andrew Cohen, or I want to be on BET. So, I mean, so it's never, it's and so never, you have to really yeah. be thick skinned. Yeah. And you, and it's not about writing. I don't, anybody that I like to hire, I don't, don't show me no resume. Mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, because you don't have thick skin, you know, because it's not, if something is right, it's not your. You didn't have anything to do with it. Right. If it's going, no matter how many accolades you do, it's always something. It's mm-hmm. like a safety pin. Your pants fall down. Yeah. You know, and so you have to. I mean, that's. I'm. You know, I wish I. Could, and but on the on the other hand, you get to spend other people's money. You get to. You know. Um, you, you get to know. I love theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tried music. You know, I brought the Jackson 5 to the label. I was in all that stuff in CBS Records. But I like theater because it's civilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love I love live theater. And I love that you don't, you can be in the NDAs. Like Angela, Angela Andrew is still working. her work with a lot. James Joe Jones. And Cicely Tyson, 91, is more than ever. So I like that. And I like to see... I like to see people live spaces, and I love it. It works for me, and it, and it's it just works for me. But that it depends on what you want to do. But they're not your friends, and you have to know that you are not the talent, mm-hmm. you know. And you have to realize where you represent. And you know, I started a long time. I was on the road for seven years. They wouldn't even let me in a box office. Oh, and wow. I, on my first show that I went out as a bona fide president, it was Pearly Victorious. Wow. With, um, was it Pearly, not Victorious? Mm-hmm. It was with um, Bob Guillaume, Sherman Hensley. Wow. And I was talking, and this was before, like, you know, cell phones, and I was talking with the, what do you call it, the stage man, with the general manager of the mm-hmm. bar, for mm-hmm. weeks. And I came there, and it, they didn't, um, 
people saying, who are you? Well, I mean, box office. In old days, I had to watch the money. You mm-hmm. go there six weeks ahead of time, set up the, all the interviews, set up the housing. So what I did was, you know, I just went to Belvedere Stratford. I disappeared, called New York and said, this is what's going on. Because what you when you, you a bunch of, a bunch of MFs or all that, that doesn't fly. Nobody's going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. You have to hit them in the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I remember another incident when I was with um, working with Ubi, because I had Ubi, uh, the old Ubi Blake and, and Gregory Hines, and and uh, we were in Philadelphia. And there was another club, like the Studio 54, we gave the party there, the opening night party. And I said, I went over to the white people, and I said, look, we have black people coming in. Do not, I want you to be very, you know, mindful. Don't be, because the family is coming in from New York. I don't want no mess. I've been mm-hmm. really, this was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I've been doing this a long time had, at that time. And, mm-hmm. and I invited the Philly Bulletin with the society editor. We were friends. You know, we used to go to, and, you know, Kenny, Kenny um, Gamble and all day. They had the Fantasy Lounge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that used to, it was a hot place. So we went <laughs> to this stuffy little place. And then next thing I knew, everyone's coming back to me, the, the, the little person. You know, she was like, ah, I'm like, excuse me, honey. Wait, which person was this? It was a little white girl that was on the, on the desk. Lord mercy. Uh-huh. Trying to give Priva. Part time. And I don't play that. So I was, I said, look, first of all, I'm not speaking to you because you're not me paying for this. And I already, I didn't want this. So fortunately, I had this, um, the society editor, they was there from Philly. Mm-hmm. So I, they came in. I had my cast come in. As soon as they said it came in, I said, we're going to the Fantasy Lounge and I marched down Broad Street <laughs> with the very eyes and all the cast members oh. from Broad Street right to the Fantasy Lounge. It was on the front page of the Philadelphia. Oh, my goodness. Because yeah. I don't take no stuff like that. I, I, guess I, I said another thing. I think if you're in the room, if you're African-American or I don't care. Well, I'm not concerned about African-American. If you're black in the room, mm-hmm. sitting with a bunch of white people, I don't. No, you can't tell me. You don't have my experience. I know what your mother's dirty drawers look like. Mm-hmm. I know who you, you know. So I know your history. You don't know mm-hmm. mine. Right. So do you not tell me what studies? I'm, I'm still fighting every day. I still have to fight them like that. I don't have to fight. I just tell them and they know. Right. You know, because you've earned the respect. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know what's right. You know, it's like when um I worked in Shelly Garrett's and, you know, you know, when he, he you know, he passed away He's yeah. at the beauty shop. And uh, when I was went to the Times and I was like, oh, you know, you need to come cover this. And so, so well, you know, it's the same old thing. I said, so is Neil Simon. Mm-hmm. So is you, you Neil. So what you saying? Right. You know, but you have to know these things. You have to like know I know history. everything about mm-hmm. the box. I know how to run the box. Mm-hmm. I know how to run lights. I know what, who can tap, you know, because you can't ask for things you don't know. Right. And you can listen up there and I can do it all. And, I, you know, because I used to do it all. Um, but you know, you know, so that's, and I'm proud of that. It's always been my way, not my way, the highway, but I've been very fair. Like, um, my, my thing is not about black or white, cause there's no black Broadway. There's Broadway with black people in it right. mm-hmm. to make the green. It's called green. Yes. Right. You but know, it's, it's Broadway not, first. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's Broadway first and you know, you know, it's like, it's Broadway first. It's green. And when I come into, I don't want to hear like uh, all of this, oh, Blah blah blah. And they don't think about their black people like children less of God. That show is closed. It's closed on May twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. And there's a black director. It's three black people in it. And then they want to ask the black people later. At I don't, the last minute. I'm and working it's like I'm not show. sure. I'm not sure yeah. saving grace. I'm not, not, yeah, we didn't yeah. work it to us in the beginning. Right. And I'm not. Yeah. And, and we we're only one percent of the thing anyway. We're not. Right. You know, right. don't, be, don't make me the cleaner woman. Right. Mm. So, but then they'll use that and they'll try to say, "Well, that's the reason why the show didn't yeah. succeed." Yeah. That's the reason yeah. we can't have other shows like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we know. But I'm I'm sitting at the table. I ain't playing it. I said, "What me? What you know? You didn't think of that." But most most I say, and you know, I don't. Yeah, well, most people don't think we given too much credit for thinking. My father told me a long time ago, if you think white people must smart, why would they have a, a Betty Crocker cookbook to teach you how to make toast? And I, I go by that. <laughs> <laughs> say that one more time. I if you think white people time. are smarter than you, why would they have a cookbook? Betty Crocker, and it teaches you how to make toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the three minute egg. <laughs> Lord and mercy. Thank you very much. Lord. So I don't, you know, I, I, you know, I try to 
Well, I don't try. I'm just, I say what I say and I mean what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I do not like, I'm working in a new show, um, American Sun Star and Kerry Washington, which is going to be having start previews October 6th. Wait, like a theater show? Kerry Washington's coming to the theater? Yeah. All right. I mean, I can announce this now because she's going to be presenting in the Tony Tony Awards. But it hasn't been announced anyplace else, is it? No. Oh. So you'll have it. What's the name of the show? American Man? American Show? American Sun. But the point of the thing, I'm also on the board of Harlem Week. So I will promote it. I mean, when the show opens, you know, it's not like a, a last minute. I might drop this show on the day of the talk. Stop talking. <laughs> 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 no, I don't think you should. <laughs> he said, don't try it. Don't try it. Don't try it. Don't try it. <laughs> That's what that gave Don't try it. She said, but this is how so nice. Too anxious to drop some hot tea. She, she, she said, nah. She said, it's so nice, though. She said, no, I don't think you should. Because all she, that's all she had to. That's me. And you know exactly what to do. Yeah. He knows about He'll never mm-hmm. he'll mess with me. I know. <laughs> yeah, everything will go off the list. Okay. Go. But um, but you know, but you see, you think of people. Um, you have to think of people because you know the world is so small now. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people will see what they want to see. But they have you. I mean, I can't say black people need to see this or black. But I don't want anyone to tell me what to see, mm-hmm. and at least give it a choice to see it. Right. At least make somebody known about it. Yes. Right. Make you aware about it. You right. know? And I blame the black people in the rooms that sit they're up there. They're not speaking up. They're they're. And complacent. I really commend um, the black lady that's at ABC Network. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really commend With her. the whole cancellation of Roseanne. Yeah. 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 That's happened. And she's going to have to do that because nobody has ever seen her. I mean, I've never seen her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know she was. Yeah. Well, it looks trying to get a job. It looks good, too, for her sitting up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, motherfuckers, you know, that's a good job now that they saw her face. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, put me on. Put me yes. on. Put me on. Yeah. Yeah. But Doug, I, know that, I know that you are very much so an advocate for black press and things of that nature. Because very I've had much. several people call me off of the basis of Danye alone and his his work. And so mm-hmm. how does that conversation usually go for you when you're trying to get uh, press for your player, you know, things that are happening? And even for you, Amber, mm-hmm. in doing press as an actress, what Well, is, just before you say that, it's a great thing, because I always take care of the black press. Mm-hmm. The black press you is are, Yes, you are one of the and, only and, people, and, and they the will people, skate by us. And the black press mm-hmm. that... That the black press that are on the press list is the ones that I, because I'm in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, but no, you have to take care of the black press. Yeah. You have to take care of it. Well, I've seen some people, and this is specifically talking about, you know, like Tony Red Carpet, where we're placed in a certain area, right. where the black right. press is placed mm-hmm. in a certain area, and then the press agents know where everybody is placed yes. at already. And so they are just sweeping right on past and guiding their clients right on past and only doing certain outlets that they feel gives them the optics or the audience. But I would, you know, but I think that's wrong. I think because if you have a black client or a white client. Oh, especially the black clients are the ones that try to miss the black. Oh, yes. I even have it on tape. And I I have it on tape where this particular person, I won't call her out because she was. But you're going to tell me her name as soon as we get off the I know I will. And she is a Tony Award winner. Mm -hmm. she um, was walking the press line and she we called out to her and we said, hey. Um, and she saw, she said, oh. And she was about to come over and her press agent stopped her yeah. and gave her a moment and like talked with her for a second. And she was like, oh, I'm just, and I could see her saying, oh, I'm just going to go talk to Broadway Black mm-hmm. real quick. And they stopped her and they said something to her to the effect. And then they kept walking straight. And oh, we, no. we said like, oh, please, like, well, just wave. Like, uh-huh. just wave. And she waved. To wow. the camera like that, wow. and, like, kept moving. and then yeah, tell us that wow. she loved us, but she kept moving. And how do you not have control over your own narrative? Thank you. Yeah. Like, who are and you? I'm gonna tell you something. Who are you? And that's good, Amber, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is it. Okay, for years I've been sitting in the room. Oh, you got advertising. Done black radio, you got advertising, and you know what? I'm not advertising. You need the black show, black radio, everybody, black press. Mm-hmm. You need to go. I, I introduce you to the ad agency. Get your ass out of the thing. Just because you, you know, I'm not, I don't care. It's your career. Mm-hmm, you know, right. it's your, if you, your dollars, I don't get anything from advertising dollars. Mm-hmm. So you're right. You know, how do you let somebody control your career? And tell you what you, you know, do. Tell you what you do, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, well, they feel as though that when they get those with certain companies or certain representatives that they have more knowledge of how to build a successful career. And, you know, this industry is built on, 
the white ideal of success, right? And so when these companies come in and they have a reputable reputable reputation, Mm -hmm. um, people trust them. And so they say, oh... Well, no, but then you also have to remember you're trusting trusting these uh, the white yeah. system, the yeah. the and, white and, supremacy and black system. Is, you know, you can always come home. Like, look, you can always like, know what, but, but see, that's what that's what and they that, know. That, you, can, mm. you can always come home, like I'm saying, with the black press. If I, you know, if I get a client, you know, like no offense, Amber, mm-hmm. but Amber was doing something. I can always call Don Thomas. I can always call you to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel that if I have a Kerry Washington, you have to do her. Yeah. You have to do. Um, Joshua Henry, you mm-hmm. have to, you know, you always, yeah. Listen, we want to watch Washington on the show. Hey, we want to talk about speaking and claiming and receiving. <laughs> and we actually record in the studio. This is just normally we're doing something. You will not get Kerry Washington, but you will be invited to the um to the broad, you know, to the premiere. Thank you, not even, not no. I'm not talking about the broadcast premiere. That's um, fine. Okay, but I'm talking about when we do the media day. Ah, yes, I will definitely be there for that. Um, and the, you know, that's another thing. It's like always 600 people, mm-hmm. but I will have a, uh, a select few black French people. I, know. I appreciate you. Come on. I appreciate you. Irene is my my, 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 my press mother. She has been my theater mother. It's the right mother. thing to do. I appreciate yes. it. I really, really do. Because you know, all black people ain't watching Skin Blind episode. Oh, my God, Jesus. I can't. Let's be real. I can't. I can't. Well, it's not on TV no more, so I guess we can. Yeah, all right. Nobody's watching it. No, but I mean, you know, I mean, in all fairness, when I did All the Way with Brian Creston, mm-hmm. I had never seen Breaking Bad in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to go in. Okay. So All the Way was, for whom people don't know, was based on Lyndon Johnson. Mm-hmm. Right. And they had Brian and and. The characters was Lyndon Johnson, Martin, Martin Luther King, King yeah. all Stokely Carmichael. Yes. And yeah. you know, and when I went to Adam and said, You got all these people. Yeah. And you have to advertise yeah. all right. these people. It was just it was just Brian Crispy. Yeah, but no then idea. then we changed, you know, the ads changed. Mm-hmm. They sure did. I, yeah, I had mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, well, like you have all these wonderful actors yeah. that have that people, yeah, all, know. People, yeah. Or all these names right. that associated. And I often find myself know. telling press, you know, people that are in charge of the show or producers or you know press people who certain black people are. Even other outlets when we're on the press line, they be like, "Oh, who was that?" And they'll ask me if it's a black person. They'll ask me who this is, and I'm thinking, Lord. like, how do you not know? Yeah, because they only know white people. They like, only have to know. How do you not know exactly. where Gina Taylor is? Yeah. How do you yeah. not know? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying just certain like staples in yeah. our community. Like, they don't have to know. They're they don't have to know. No, I mean, and, yeah. I, but in all fairness, I don't know who's playing on first. I don't know about Yankees and Mets and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we not we don't work in sports though, right? So oh, we yeah, working in. Right. The- they, <laughs> they don't know black people in their industry. Right. My God. Yeah, you're right. Yes, but Irene, you have done so much over the past um, fifty years. Over the past fifty years, seven my. I'm celebrating my 75th birthday, November 21st. Yes. Oh my goodness! At Joe's Pub. At Joe's Pub. That's no. That's fitting. Nona Hendrix. See, no, I'm giving you something. You need to do Nona Hendrix. How come you haven't done Nona Hendrix? Well, Nona Hendrix is is um. Don't give me the line, but she is not based in the theater. Oh, excuse me. She did the music for Blue and all that stuff. Oh. Blue. Oh, excuse me. Children of that. Hello. Wait. Say Nona oh, Hendrix and also Carola Lives. With the, she did the play. She wrote the play and the music for Parallel is a parallel between um, Edith Piaf and Billie Holiday. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Well, look, oh, no. listen, oh, you better school me. <laughs> she's not just LaBelle. Okay. <laughs> she's not yeah, just she, LaBelle. She's put down the silver cape, okay? Come yes. on. Wow. But anyway, so, you know, she has a residency and she's the first black guy. Performing to have a residency, your own residency at Joe's Pub. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, so it's going to be known 100% box solid Broadway honoring Irene Gandhi, 75th birthday. Yes, I'm, you know I'm in that thing, and, and I know you're gonna be dressed to the nines. If y'all can see Irene right now, she has on fringe. I'm just, I'm just she has living. on diamonds. I'm gonna have a Sosa. I'm gonna have a Sosa make me a dress. Oh, Emilio's going to make you some of this. Emilio Sosa, who is another one of her clients and good yes. friends, who's He's costume designer, Project yeah. Runway. He's also done tons of Motown, theater, Motown mm. so many different things. Por- didn't he do Porgy and Bess, too? Por- yes, Porgy, Porgy and Bess. Bess. Yes, yeah, so Emilio. Oh, I need to have lunch with him. Spanish show with Gloria Estevan. 
Uh, uh, on your feet. On your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the little move. Right. I love the little move. Let us get into it. <laughs> so we can know what she was talking about. And also, he was the first person of color to do um, the rock dance. Yes, oh, yes, he wow. was. Yeah. Yep. And, and oh, Emilio's Afro Latina. Yeah, yeah, Dominican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah, yes. Dominican, and he also did the New York Knicks girls new costume. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. But of course, he'll make my dress. It'll be, I'll have my fur because you don't have a fur line. Yes, that was featured in Vogue magazine. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fur line. Well, you know, so I, I need, I launched it. I need a stole or something. <laughs> you know we all we got here, son. Like, I need a stone. I'm trying to do an interview trying to promote myself. But he wants something. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want it for free, but I do want a stone. You know what I'm saying? I need a little shimmy. I need something for my little shimmy shake. Come on through. So anyway, so when I turned 70, mm-hmm. and every time I have a new birthday, I turn 70. I, I do, it's like, oh, I've done this wedding, and then I decided, since I was with my furry for all these years, mm-hmm. I was going to do, I said, I need my own line. So I called it Irene Gandy for a line. Collection dilemma is the peak, which means I put my name on stuff and just mm. wear it because it's mm-hmm. you know my birds are, look like me. And you got a lot of. I don't friends. have yeah. I don't have no old people who wear my fur. I'm not a church lady fur lady. You're not about bright reds and purples and muffs and right. you know stuff like that. So that's not my line. Mm. And uh, so that's good. And then uh, my friend of mine from Vogue. I mean, she was just a friend of mine. She's a friend of mine, stylist, and she said, "You know, we're looking to you, looking." And I was glad to just to come down there and show my. She said, "You have any fur mops? You red and mm-hmm. green." We didn't have any fox fur mops. We didn't have any fur mops at all. But we ripped up some fox hats because you know what did you make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, Carly Cross, Carly Cross, she. Um, I thought she was going to be a little accessory. She had a full page. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Then I got bored with it. So now I'm I'm going to be an actress because I'm going to have a website. Oh, so you got bored with the furs, and so now you're being an actress. Oh, yeah. And now I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to have a web series. I'm going to play a, a madam that onyx. Um, the same people that do my documentary. She's but I'm, ah, oh, I'm going to play a madam. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I'm going to have my own web series called A Day in the Life, in yes. which I'm going to interview you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm all about it. Yes. You got so many things in the works, and well, and I just do it. You know, I don't work. Right, and how do you like, how do you keep moving? Like you're you're about to be seventy five. Yeah, I know, right? How do you keep moving, young girls, young women, <laughs> yeah. young yeah. lesbian, young lesbian men, boys? Tell <laughs> me, that's how I keep it moving. Listen, tell us about that. Like I mean, so like the life out of them, so I can look like this. <laughs> <laughs> they suck the life out of me, but uh, <laughs> like one of the two, right? One of the two. <laughs> but so, so listen to that. <laughs> so how does how has that been working for you, too, especially in this particular business with being a queer woman? Oh, I never thought about that because you know it's like people. Um, you know, I was like, you know, so you know. Uh, being gay or anything, which is sexual preference. So, right. I, you know, people oh, I want to tell my mom. I want to tell my mom. Did you tell your mother the first time you had oral sex? <clears throat> I don't want to say that. Bad word. Sometimes it's a You tell your mother that. Your mother want to know, you know. So you're talking about what you're doing bad. And if someone says to me, you know, I'm out. You know, I've always been out. Right. So someone says to me, oh, you know, I understand you're gay. And I say, I understand you like golden showers. And oh, oh, I'm like, well, you're asking me what I like and behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So, so I ask never, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never think about that. That's mm-hmm. white people shit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you've yeah. never had any type of discrimination or anything come I don't, against I have discrimination. Of of, it ain't about who I'm fucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone had discrimination. Mm-hmm. I have discrimination, you know, about, you know, I like certain things. I like certain looks. I've discriminated against, sometimes I've discriminated people that don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm really bad at that. I really like good looking people. Yeah. I have a problem. I'm, I'm working on that. <laughs> but it's hard. You know, all that, oh, Brudy's in that bed. Yeah, I don't hold it. That's not, I don't. I don't. Either you're pretty or you ain't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't mean, you know, I'm, you know what I mean. You have mm-hmm. to have a pretty spirit. But I know I, I can't. Do that. Yeah, I understand that. Because there are a lot of people, especially. But no, I don't, I don't, yeah. I think discrimination is, 
I mean, we're a lot. Here's the thing. My father taught me, although my dad, he uh, taught me real well. He said, you know, everyone's not thinking about you um, not going to restroom, not feeding you. You know, people are trying to pay their bills and, mm. you know, everything is not about you. And I think that's what we get. I think, and and, and then everything is about us, mm. but we can't even consume that. You're just, you know, you, you just, um, you know, you can't say. It's like the girl, the, the black woman saying all, they, you know, all the black men are taking the white women. These black men wouldn't want them anyway, you yeah. know. All the people say, oh, I'm not having sex because of AIDS. They ain't having sex anyway, <laughs> you know. I mean, so I'm generalizing everyone. Right. But, um, you know, so I, I don't even think about things like that, you know, because people are allowed to. All I want is respect. Yeah. I was just at one of my restaurants, my favorite restaurants, like I go to all the time. And I went there on on um, on Monday and, you know, the regular people there was, you know, and the staff and this young guy, the waitress. And I said, oh, you don't know me. But, you know, I try to be nice. white boy from South Carolina trying to make it in the business. I know that because I'm, I'm around. So, you know, he was like just like a little extra. And I was like nice because I was with my new boo. Okay. And uh, I didn't want to shove that side. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Irene Gandhi Diva side. I'm like, after a while, I said, please, you know, just get away from me. First of all, I'm not your dear. Mm-hmm. Respect me. Mm-hmm. That, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know who you are. You're waiting on tables. And I don't really care about that. Yes. I respect you. You respect me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say that. I didn't just said, get away from me. And I went and talked to my owner. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but on the flip side, I didn't, I left a tip. Because they all shared the tips and they gave it to the other person mm-hmm. because because uh, I didn't want the other people to suffer for his baby, mm-hmm. you know. That's because I, you know, so. But I don't know. I don't. I, you know, I, I can't think about that. You know, I can't. You know, I think discrimination. I'm just like ugh, I don't even think about that because it is what it is. Move on. This is New York City. It's not like we live in and and two buck ten buck two. Yes. Right. You know, if you don't want to take my money, fine. There's plenty of places. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't like me, there are plenty of people like me. I mean, I don't. I don't really think, I really, honestly don't think about that. That's not my spirit. You know, I keep it moving. I ain't got time to think about what you like, like me, you know. If you got what I need and I can get it, that's what I think about. Mm -hmm. That's how I live my life. Yeah. And I give, you know, um, but I'm just, I set boundaries like now. Yeah. And you have to, in order to, to. I set boundaries because I'm old and I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I already got my Tony Award. Right. I got my character Jones oh, already. So what 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 show did you get your Tony Award? Poor Game Best. For Poor Game Best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and uh, As a producer. As a producer. Mm-hmm. And I produced um Carrie Washington. Not Carrie Washington, just like Carrie Washington. What's the name? Audrey McDonald. Lady Yeah. Yeah. So I mean so I could be a producer on this one, but I don't want to because it's too much work. Mm-hmm. I want to live my life. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, but it, I don't. I don't. I think I really love working with Jeffrey Richards. We've been together thirty-one years, uh, okay. and, and this is going to be my last show with him um, because. But you know, so. That's so you ready to retire from doing press? I'm going to be an actress. Okay. <laughs> have you, have you, have you not been listening to your own interview? <laughs> she was at one, a film after one acting class. Let this <laughs> lady live. Okay. I have a website. Listen. I'm going to have a web series. You know, one I know, but I didn't know no. you were going to stop doing press altogether. I'm going to do, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do press on my stuff. Hey. It's gonna be like Garbo speaks Irene Gandhi acts. Yeah, come on now, come on. I love that. Well, I'm super duper curious. Just yes. thinking of your uh, illustrious <laughs> career and all the amazing accomplishments and things, uh, I know viewers will want to know as much as I do. What were some of the challenges that you faced? In your oh yeah, career? Challenges. and like how did you navigate Here's those challenges? I um well, first of all, my biggest success is my daughter Myra Gandhi, mm. who loves me so much, mm. and she's absolutely gorgeous. I mm. told her that I'm so glad you're cute. I don't think I'd like you if you were not cute. Well, okay. We laugh. She's the only child, but uh, yeah. and I love her. That's my biggest success. And Ooh, their challenges, no, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. But um. Here's the thing. I don't. There, there will always be challenges, mm-hmm. and you either up for the challenge. And I, I, I don't believe in that. See, it's just the thing. God doesn't give you any more than 
can handle. Mm-hmm. I believe that. But he doesn't a- ask you to handle the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. if you come from the supermarket, you don't be handling the whole top of mm-hmm. over. You take in what you can. Mm-hmm. Right. One thing at a time. And that's how I handle my challenges. You know, I see it big. It's like this documentary. Um, it was, oh, I'm not waiting for that big money. I'm like, okay, I'll use my little pension check. Go to Puerto Rico to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I mean, I just look at things like that. I start. I didn't even know that I was going to have a, um, that I was going to have a, my own produce my own concert at my seventy fifth birthday uh-huh. a couple of weeks. To, uh, maybe it was like Memorial Day weekend. I said, "This is what I'm going to do." Mm-hmm. So I just said, "Okay, no, then you got some days." And I mean, I don't, I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. But I did have challenges. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, right. The challenge is that mm-hmm. the challenge is um, that. You always, there's always somebody, you know, in America that's going to make you feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's like if I, like you said, I'm looking dressed and, you know, white people are coming, well, like, oh, you look so nice. I'm like, yeah, and you see me every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I say that, or people will say to you, um, you know, and I, and this is when I think, that I, and people will say to you, Oh, they want to touch you, mm-hmm. you know, they want to get in your space. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that's so nice. I'm like, don't touch me. Yeah, I said, yeah. But, you know, if I came up to you, you'd be calling the cops for security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I just think, and also the other thing when you challenge, don't listen to somebody who's like 500 pounds and telling you, Amber, you gain gaining weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't listen to somebody mm-hmm. who say, what's your name? Danielle. Danielle, don't listen to like, well, you can't do that. And they ain't never been on um, Bleecker Street or Bedford mm-hmm. Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Check the source. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't listen to people who have never done anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, don't listen. And don't, if you have a dream, there's a dreams and there's visions. Dreams, you wake up. Anybody can dream. We all have dreams. But it's the vision. Yeah. The dreams, that. it's the vision. Because yeah. the dream mm-hmm. can be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it can be a dream, just can be dreams or just dream. But you have the vision. You have to have the vision. And, you know, and it's like, it is what it is. You know, it's not. It's nothing, if you can't do it one way, find another way to do it. Yeah. And there's one thing that an actress that I that I, I love that says, name we're not going to mention because you're not going to mention the show. <laughs> I ask her, how, how do you go through life? And she says, God always says yes. Mm-hmm. And that's most important for us to remember, whether it's a minute, take a year because it's on like the past it's on God's time yeah. mm-hmm. and always remember that so you're always going to have challenges yeah. mm-hmm. you know and, and 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 remember it's called show business that show play yes mm-hmm. it's not and you have to handle it like that yeah. you know That's and right. don't worry about it you know it's like we're in a business we're timeless you know you don't have to and you never know what's going to happen mm-hmm. I love this business you know I love this you know I mean I met with Drew and um and and he was trying to do something else and I'm like you're not doing that mm-hmm. but he listened to the source mm-hmm. you know and, and and listen like my father said you have, only have person you have to please is yourself because mm-hmm. if I tell you to be home at nine thirty and you come home nine thirty one you're still gonna get the same punishment so you might as well come home at two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> that's the truth. That's real. That's real. And that's, you know, and like, and I also, I, my own, and my challenge is never have the answer before the question. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to tell somebody, you call me, she called me, hey, they may not call. There you go. Right. Yeah. Never have the solution before the problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if I get this, I can't move to New York because blah, blah, that may not happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People will take you in, you know. Right. So, and, and, uh, and I don't know, you know, that's how you have to handle it because I don't know. And, you know, don't get, tell me I get depressed, I cry, I'm frightened, mm-hmm. I get scared. Mm-hmm. You know, like now I put it out there and, oh, my God, what if nobody, what if my all the 50 years of Broadway, nobody's available because of the, the day before Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, all those things go to my memory. Don't tell me they yeah. live with a mm-hmm. But you know what? Somebody will show up because I'll be there and I'm the legend and it's my birthday. All right now. Yes. yes. All right now. <laughs> Somebody will be there. Right. Me and Nona will be there. Hey. All right now. <laughs> now what, would you, yeah. what would you say has been your the most fun that you've had on the project or most memorable experience? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every time I think I, that I have the most memorable, somebody else comes along. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I never, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
but you've had some countless experiences. So if you can just so, talk about something that you thought was um, just a, a ball on the ball on the town, just the most fun project that you've worked on. Oh, I tell you what. Okay. I tell you what, the most fun for me, you know, Felicia Rashad's daughter, Condola Rashad. Mm-hmm. She's been nominated for three Tonys. Mm-hmm. This is her fourth time. This is her fourth nominated. time. Yeah. And I'm always the first responder. I'm always the first one to call her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this time, you know, because, you know, I, I, I called and said, Condola. She said, well, I said, you got nominated again. She said, stop it, stop it. And every time I call her. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. And I think I liked... What getting back to UB Blake, mm-hmm. giving back to UB, when we opened in Philadelphia, he was crying because he had never seen his songs like Shuffle Along and Honeysuckle Rose because African Americans weren't allowed to kiss or show any kind of emotion. Mm-hmm. So that was fine. Um, uh, For you to be able to just jump from two days ago two, to, 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 to decades. <laughs> just decades. Yeah. Like decades yeah. Ago. yeah. And being on the road with Lena Horan, that's oh, that was almost. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. so you were on the road with Lena Horan? Oh, I was with Lena for ten years. Oh my, Lady in the Music, and um, oh, she used wow. to love iced tea. You know, love, you know, I'm not iced tea drinking. I see the gangster. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she and that was great. I learned a lot from her about raising my child, you know, mm-hmm. and, and things meeting Coretta King and mm-hmm. and 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 uh and she, you know, she was at a time when um uh, Yolanda was at the height of the civil rights when Yolanda mm-hmm. was in love with a little white boy in the school and you know, in the height of that, you know, and then mothers coming together like Betty Shabazz and, mm-hmm. and helping me and saying raising a kid, all you can do is put them on a train, buy them a ticket put them on a train and hope to get off the right stop. Mm. So there's like, you know, there's all of that. So, you know, yeah. I have a, you know, I'm still a mom and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so. that's your most prized possession. That's my most beautiful. prized possession. Because people have people, kids don't like them. I don't like kids. So I only had one and she was beautiful. You kids. don't like kids. I don't like kids. You sound like me. Like, I, I have don't one like kid. Yeah. She's beautiful. And she, she, and I, and I, I think every day, Anytime I get an award, I thank the stagehands and the wardrobe people because mm-hmm. they raised her. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm not yeah. around. She's mm-hmm. never been with my mom. She's always been with me. Mm-hmm. She was on the road with me, LaBelle. She's, she's put it down. Her, yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. And she's always, yeah, she's always been. And wait, so you just said you were on the road with LaBelle as well. Oh, yeah. Like you keep you keep leaving like stuff. Why do I tell you to Google me? <laughs> <laughs> she said I don't have time to be reading y'all my resume. Like, go on Google. Go research. All right. Listen. Yes, please. <laughs> Lord and mercy. Stop asking like, me these questions because you should already know. <laughs> so make sure y'all Google Miss Gandhi, y'all, because she has a resume that is filled to right mm-hmm. to the brim. Like you can't even. You see how stuff just keeps pouring out, mm-hmm. but but that's why we love her so much. Is there any advice that you would give uh, someone just that's coming? Just do it. it. Ain't that deep? <laughs> we, we're not we're not curing cancer, right? Making people happy. Yes. Yeah. Make yourself happy. Life is like you don't know. I mean, you know, I just was very upset today. Uh-huh. Just find that four thousand people in Puerto Rico, which is probably ten thousand. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, life is short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what it is. It like. Don't you know? I you know I like you know remember when I had the stroke because I'm stuttering now because I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. When I had the stroke, when I had the stroke like two years ago. Yeah, well, I remember that. And I was in the ambulance and I was like, and I was crying, not crying, tears of joy because I had done everything I wanted. I got my daughter born, living my life. I just seen my daughter was in Puerto Rico having a Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I was like, you know, God, you can take me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was no regrets. I was oh, I could just. No, mm-hmm. you know, and the only thing I haven't done was be an actress, and I want to do that. Well, you got your to do it. Right. Right. Yeah, you're so doing it. Do it. Irene, I love you so. I love you so. Much. Thank you for having me. Wow. Of course. Yeah. When I was thinking about this, I was like, who can we have mm-hmm. that would just give us? And you're our first guest. Mm-hmm. So oh, really? That we yes. had on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now. Yeah. All right. Now. Okay. Since I'm your first guest, mm-hmm. so. I will give away when I will be giving away for you when um, when I come I'll come back in October and just we'll review what's coming up in the season. Okay. And I will give away tickets for you on there. I'll give you six tickets to give away to American Sun. Wait! Wait, 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 w
Okay. <laughs> and we back. <laughs> Come on. So y'all heard it here. You heard it here first. That would be amazing. You know, look, people are going to. kill you in that way you can eat, you know. So you have to be back on for that giveaway. Yes, uh-huh. You know, I'll be back question this, this, oh, yeah. this week to see because mm-hmm. she has some good advice. Yes. Like you just yes. you just be spilling all the and it, I think it just comes up out of you when you think about it. I don't even think well, you saw my journey, right? I <laughs> right. Oh, well, okay, so Irene goes to church with me. Mm. I, was I sing on praise and worship. About him. I walked into church and there he was. Mm, really? She yeah. literally was, she was, um, so, had called me and had oh, called me and had to answer. I was busy at the moment yeah, but uh-huh. she came to um, FCBC. It was after George Faison's yeah. husband yeah. had passed and she right. came to the church for uh, for the funeral service and then she really liked the church and then she ended up coming to the church mm-hmm. one day I was singing on uh-huh. the praise and worship team and she said I was just thinking about you and I called you and I said you did call me I'm yeah. so sorry mm-hmm. uh, but she was just like look at God I was meant to be here to see yeah. you today oh, yeah. and then she ended up joining church yeah. and so once I introduced her to or once they found out who Irene was mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't really I just wanted to go there yeah. well because I talked her up so my sister said pastor you know Irene Gandy Irene is, is like she's yeah, yeah. The ish, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's how to say it to my pastor. She the ish. <laughs> um, because uh, there's her history and things. And so once they really talk, started to speak with her and see her her spirit and her energy, mm-hmm. they just gravitated towards her. So they, Auntie Irene at I FCBC. Love I love that. Show. Yeah, it's, it's really, really great. And what you brought to the table, especially during your journey um, segment, was really, really I just great. I was like so nervous. It's the first time I've been on stage and, you know, Sharing in the church, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm well, so what do you think about churches? Like, you haven't had the best. I haven't been to church, church in 25 years. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've been there to promote, but yeah. I just don't like the hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, and I love the church. Yeah, I love that church. So that's a testament to First Corinthians Baptist yeah. Church yeah. on One Sixteenth and Adam yeah. Clayton in Harlem. And, and I was standing in the wings of Christianity because when I was back there, and. And, and Pastor Mike, he said, I said, oh, can can you walk me? And he said, no, I have to do my thing. I said, I hate you so much right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> she said she was standing in the wings of Christianity. Yes, that's what happened. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, God. Mm, yes, yeah. so I, I love was, that. Yeah, I, yeah. And, but you know, it was interesting because everyone, quote, knows me, but mm. In the church now, young people say, "Oh, I saw you in the journey." And it makes me so happy because they don't know no, me. Right? They you know, know from like church. A, they yeah. know me from church. Isn't that weird? And I love the young oh, people yeah, say, so "You know, beautiful. you tell like because I told them, stop thinking about white people." That's what I said. <laughs> white people don't like you, and you don't have to like them. Hey, right. Just learn what you get. You know, use what you get in those rooms 
to have the proper ammunition to fight with. Right. You know, I, I got to tell you. Using what you learn in the room to have the proper ammunition to fight. Right. Fight your battle. Ain't that good? That's yeah. it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, we got, we got nothing? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. good. Well, I'll come back. I, like well, I think we got some. Did. I think I got something plenty, in there. Plenty. Well, it is. Well, yes, yes, we did. But I think I got something in the. Let us know because we answered all of our questions that we had last week. I just figured it out. That's all right. I don't need a question. No, well, we need a question. And I'm going to edit this part out, but we need a question to just complete what the episode, to bring it on. 739. Yeah. And then we'll be done. I got to make a call. But, uh, I'll sit there. It's 745. Okay. Um. Let me see. I know I had one. Don't have nobody emailing us. Right, saying we didn't answer right. the question. Well, just keep the questions coming. I'm just telling them I'm not taking any questions right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. Hey, my loves. I recently started a new chapter of my... Prof- this. Okay, I should go back. So this is the question portion. You got a song for the question portion? It's a question portion. <laughs> <laughs> She said it's gonna be so simple. Right. It's gonna be so cut and dry. But I'm gonna give you a question. We gotta answer. Oh, 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 oh. Is that enough? That's it. Yeah. Get out of my face. <laughs> I'm gonna give you just what you need. Woo! So this right question here. is from Lawrence uh, J. Weber Jr. He says, mm-hmm. Hey my loves, I recently started a new chapter of my professional career, and I'm wondering if I have room to be picky. About a year ago, I was casting a production of Ain't Misbehaving, the first musical I've ever ever done professionally new orleans based since then i've gotten a lot of work bus and carolina change ensemble and hunchback and in production for ragtime the majority of what i've gotten me the majority of which have gotten me very close to my equity card i'm emc as well my question is when should i be choosy about accepting roles i'm really green to musicals and don't think i have room to decline anything but some shows that i'm auditioning for i don't think i'm right for any advice love you guys lawrence so people that don't know what EMC is, it's when you have done uh, shows for professional theater companies, but you don't have all of the points or you don't have all of the work yet or the hours, weeks yes. of rehearsal. Usually it takes you know. 50 EMC points to become equity usually, and one point equals one week of work. Right. So if you work uh, on a show for 10 weeks, you got 10 points. Right. You need 40 more to you are eligible to get your equity card. Right. Mm-hmm. And then some people that are eligible still do not get their equity card because it takes away opportunities for yes. them to work in other places. Right. So this is a good question to ask. Um, however, to be declining work, I think, in EMC stage is not necessarily, I don't you tell me, Amber, if I'm wrong, but declining work in EMC stage, I know that you want to feed your spirit, but they're, you, know, you need to get them weeks as much as possible. That's true. He also said he was auditioning for things he didn't think he was right for. Right. And I want to know, do you, does he mean, I don't think these roles are good for me, or are you doubting your skills as an actor? That's a good question. That's, right. that's a, a line that I'm And I would just go about. in, even anyway, I don't care if I, if, you, if I think I'm right or not. They might think I'm right. Yes. Yeah. Especially when you're young, you're still, like a lot of times you need to go to auditions because you're like building up your own self- self-confidence. Yes, you right. are. You need to build relationships with people. You're starting out early in your career and you need to audition because it helps you actually strengthen your auditioning muscle, skills. Muscle, yeah. You need to flex your muscle. Also, um, the work is never complete. Absolutely. Uh, Felicia Rashad always has acting or takes acting classes. She does. Mm-hmm. She does. Um, and everyone takes acting classes. Yeah. And you're in New Orleans, Miss Thing. You're in the, you know, you ain't in the 212 area. Yeah. Right. You should right. be glad that you got something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The work is never complete. Come to New York and see how picky you are. Yes, right. ma'am. Hello. And yeah. what you'll never forget is that casting directors are never just casting one show. That's yeah, like you exactly. in there for the color purple, but they got and I don't, shows. And, I, and, and, as a, and as a Broadway producer, I don't think that he's even qualified to know what how it is to audition in New York. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because you see, in New York, you got 100 people and 89 are fabulous, mm-hmm. and the other percentage is good or passable. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he should come to New York and audition for something. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I hope so, too. And I think that anybody out there... But good so luck. Yeah, I mean, be picky. Don't do trash. Like, don't be auditioning for, yeah. you know, stripper pole stuff. Right. That's not your ministry. Right. And but if the stripper pole stuff is going to help you take acting lessons. Well, do one day amateur nights and be real good on the 
you know, listen. Get your craft. It's all about the craft. And then you say, make it about the craft. If you're the highest paid voice teacher, that's teacher. And then you need that money to go to the Super Bowl. Change the name to Chocolate Dandy. That's what you gotta do. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I cannot stand it. I love it. Well, I don't think that's. I mean, I think we've got a lot. Oh my goodness! Yes, more than enough. Plentiful. Yeah. Irene, what what is next for you? I mean, we talked about your birthday party. We talked about the I don't know. show, but mm-hmm. like I don't know. I might have have a podcast by the time I. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, right. I <laughs> said, watch out now, yeah, right? But we about to be off the air because <laughs> Irene. Irene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. So we gonna come into the studio on Sunday and say, Irene, what's going on? Well, thank y'all so much, man. It's been a pleasure having Irene here, and I can't wait to have you back again in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Yes. We will we will make sure we lock that yes. in. Yes. Uh, we yes. look forward to it. And thank you so I'll much. Bring Nona just... with me. Yes. 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 I'll bring yes. It on in October. Listen. Here we go. Okay. I love that. So thank you all so much. It's been a new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. I'm Drew Shane. I'm Donya Love. I'm Amber Iman. Deuces. Bye. Bye. So let me just Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.